She's classy. She's sassy. She's a little smart assy. Ladies and gents, the priestess of squarely spirituality. The badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Well, hey there, bitches. How the hell are ya? You've just tuned in to, I don't know why I had like a, a Fargo accent there, because I don't. You've just tuned in to Bitch Scopes, a little weekly blog slash podcast where I tell you a little story about your sign. If you don't know me yet, I'm Kelly McLean, and I'm a little wacky Aquarius with a Leo moon and a Gemini rising. I have a fuck ton of pets, a couple teenagers, and a very sweet Libra husband. I believe my husband's son in the sixth house is why we have a fuck ton of pets, but that's a story for another time or a story that you've already heard before, depending on how long you've been following me. (laughs) I've been writing bitch scopes for, I think going on seven years now. Um, I also have two other podcasts, um, called bitch story and bitch splaining. You may notice a theme. (laughs) I've been uh, reclaiming the word bitch for about a decade now. It is still the number one word. I mean, statistically, do I know if it's the number one word? No, but I think it's safe to say because cunt, a lot of people still have a problem saying. So I'm just going to go ahead and say bitch is still the number one word used to shut women up most often around these parts. However, here in bitchtopia, it's a compliment because if someone calls you a bitch, it probably means you've stood up for yourself gone after something you want, or generally ruffled the feathers of some patriarchy peeps. Good for you. Of course, everyone can be shitty sometimes, but instead of using the word bitch to express that, either while I'm talking to myself in the car about someone's driving or, you know, whatever, um, I've started using the word asshole a whole lot more. Um, It is kind of hard to break the habit of calling assholes bitches. Um, Ball sack is another good one. I'm sure you guys understand why. I'm sorry, boys. There's just not a lot of appeal there, but you know, okay. Anyway, enough about ball sacks and me. <laughs> Let's talk about you. If you would like to read these horoscopes with your actual eyeballs, as opposed to your ear holes, you can do that at kellymclean.blogspot.com. My website has all the scopes and all kinds of goodies at thebitchwhisperer.me, not .com, .me. .com was taken by another woman who, frankly, I would love to rebrand and take that off her hands, but whatever. This is your planetary forecast for the week of September 12th. Bitches, here we go. And it's called calm your tits, a phrase I really love saying. I'm pretty sure I've called the scopes calm your tits before but it's just fun um as i wrote these mercury had just gone retrograde so um this is sort of written in the past tense which is awkward to read on the air anyway today everything i touched turned into a more complicated project mercury retrograde is transiting my fourth house so i tried to hang a mirror the nail was not long enough and i needed an anchor so i went to dig around in the toolbox And then I had an idea which distracted me for an hour. So then I hung the mirror finally and it was crooked. So I had to just walk away. 
However, I forgot to take ibuprofen this morning. So when I say walk away, I mean limp. I had to limp away. I literally distracted myself with new and more distracting mini projects all damn day, all day. I have been obsessing about my fall tablescape. Should I go tall? Should I go long? How much height? What colors? Candles or pumpkins or garland or all? I don't know. I spent at least an hour looking at mercury glass pumpkins online, specifically mercury glass, which is amusing to me because mercury retrograde and inability to decide things. Anyway, I'm in a rabbit hole of fall decorating and it's not quite fall. I've, I've only been misled by some slightly lower temperatures where I live. So it's 90 here. I don't want to hear about your, your nice fall weather. Suck it. <laughs> when I finally sat down to write bitch scopes, I was like, okay. So I sense a theme as usual. Spoiler alert, fuckery ahead, but it is fuckery with a purpose. And this is by far not the worst fuckery we've seen, not even close. So, um, let's see. To summarize, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are ripe for relationship irritation. Oh, joy. Adjustments must be made. Then the rest of the week, you've got to calm your tits because the time is not quite right to start that discussion slash fight slash project. You have more healing to do. You have to get your ego balanced. You can't make good decisions like the ones you're wanting to make with Mercury retrograde. First, you've got to confront what hurts. If you can spend just a little time journaling or meditating on what is hurting me, it will go a long way because awareness is like 90% of the healing game. Sunday, the energy shifts a little bit in a good way. Something will click into place, whether you feel it or not, it's happening and it things will start to flow a little better um, as much as possible under Mercury retrograde, although it is possible. Next week, already, the sun enters Libra and we have a new moon, which seems impossible because we just had a full moon. Like these, the two weeks in between lunations just speeds by. It's crazy. So if you do your mental footwork now, when that new moon rolls around, you can manifest the shit out of it. What hurts? What is out of balance? Where do I need to speak up more? Where do I need to shut my trap? Meditate or brainstorm on those questions and then watch the magic happen. So the fuckery at the beginning of the week does give way to some bejiggity feels and then some empowered healing. The desire to push forward and launch is met with delays and frustrations. So you may as well just chill the F out for now. Do the inner work, do the detail work. There is a method to the madness if you can just listen to what each day is asking of you. You will be in the flow by Sunday. All right, Aries. It must be Mercury. This is just me talking, not your scope yet. It must be Mercury retrograde because this is the fourth time I have tried to record just your sign. So here we go again. Aries, you can feel frustrated by the amount of talk and planning and boring shit that you have to do when you'd much rather just do the thing. But you may be over or underestimating something and be too enthusiastic for your own good. Take this time to review the details. <laughs> There's a real good chance this boring shit will land with your marriage or business partner as Mercury is in your seventh house. 
that Mars Venus square affects your workplace. Venus and Mars individual placements make for great idea generating, but that square generates conflict and confrontation. So keep a level head. Taurus, you really want and need a vacation, but you've got to work, bitch. And that may be okay because you do love money. Your ability to make money is heightened right now with Mars in your second house, but it's squaring off against Venus, who has a strong desire for fun and pleasure. However, you could easily overdo it and fixate on things at work. Balance, balance, balance. Take time to be alone and meditate however you choose to do that. Rewarding yourself, which you are great at, is a good idea as long as you don't go overboard. Gemini. Watch yourself this week and make sure you're not being a pushy asshole. Mars is in your first house of identity for a good long time. This is great for boosting your overall vitality, but this week Mars is squaring off with Venus, who is transiting your fourth house. So make sure that you're making time for family as well as your individual stuff. Mercury retrograde in your fifth house is also giving you a lot of creative energy, but try not to overdo it and bite off more than you can chew. Ask for help when you need it. Cancer. This could be a very introspective week for you. You'll desire some solitude, but there are deep conversations that need to be had. It could be that you need to confront the issue that is making you feel like hiding or running away or burying yourself in work as a distraction. Your work and home life balance is another issue that's up for review as Mercury retrograde your fourth house and Jupiter is in your 10th. At work, you might be feeling productive and creative, but having a hard time launching progress um, projects. <laughs> so guess what that means? Don't try to launch the projects. Go with the flow and don't force things. Leo. Your energy level should be good this week. However, everyone will be wanting a piece of you. It's hard being amazing. Venus squaring Mars brings tension to how you spend your money and where you place the most value on time spent. Your social activities may be hurting the bottom line and there may be necessary conversations with those closest to you about any and all of this. The important thing is that you utilize that energy for what is important to you and one of those things should be you. Virgo. Mental energy is high this week and you could easily utilize it to make money. There's a pull for you to focus more on yourself while your job makes demands of you that you aren't really feeling, even if there is money in it. Life has other plans though and avoiding it isn't really going to work. So you have activity in both your earned money house and your house of debt. So you'd be smart to take some time to review the balance in your bank account as well as the balance your earning versus spending. Okay, Libra. I wish I could roll my R's. I can't roll my R's. If I could, I would say Libra with, but I can't do that. Anyway, Libra. I suppose it's only appropriate that for your sign of balance and harmony, that's exactly what's on the menu for you this week. You will crave solitude, but also miss having adventures and experiences. Then at home, you'll be trying to balance your me time with we time. And it just feels like a lot is being asked of you. Self-care is the number one thing you should prioritize this week. If you can't quench the thirst for knowledge, dive into a good documentary or history book. 
Scorpio. Okay. Listen up, all my Scorps. Mars and Gemini will be in your eighth house for a long time. I try not to focus on this particular characteristic of this placement, but I have to tell you because the extended time Mars will be there. Be careful. Accidents are more likely with this placement. So slow down, pay attention to what you're doing at all times, particularly with sharp shit. For real. Pay attention, Squirt. The good news is that this placement will also stimulate your already strong sex drive, but your drive to get it on will be messed with by either your friend group or your desire to hang out with friends. Another caution for you, the friends with benefit thing rarely works out for very long, just saying. So don't be trying to get one need met with that group because your physical energy should be high with Jupiter in your sixth house and your intuition strong AF with Mercury in your 12th but you may overdo it. So I don't know, maybe just take a cold shower and think before you do anything this week. One of my cats would like to participate in the podcast and I think not. Sagittarius. I know how much you hate being bored. Good news. This week you won't be. Between trying to balance your home life and your work life, your sex life and your social life, you've got a lot to juggle. Disagreements are very possible if you aren't careful. And if I'm being honest, because you're the queen of honest, you're usually not that careful. Foot in mouth, especially among your friends, is a clear and present danger. Your partner may have something to say about how much time you spend that is not with them. If you value the relationship, listen to their feelings and be slow to speak and get some sleep because you're going to need it. And here we start in with... uh, the last three signs. And I have to say, um, Capricorns and Aquarians have been really beaten up by Saturn and Pluto the last few years. And Pisces has been having a hard time too, for other reasons. But those three, three signs probably have the best outlook this week. So cheers to you, winter bitches. Enjoy. Yay me. Um, Capricorn, you are one of several signs that has to juggle the work-life balance this week. Luckily, you'll have plenty of energy for it. Your soul wants to go conquer the world, but your boss and your spouse would like you to sit the fuck down. You may feel a little more managed at work than you would like, but it's mostly a glitch or a mood. Your home life, if it's reasonably healthy, may actually give you the recharge you need after work. Review work projects more than usual and let off some steam at home in a fun way. Wink, wink. (laughs) Aquarius, Um, this is a good week for you to examine some of your beliefs and opinions. You might be surprised to find that some of them have shifted a little, which is unusual for Aquarius to ever change their mind. Um, (laughs) A little journaling and a list making will do the trick. You're one of the only signs who may see immediate benefit from the square between Mars and Venus because they're in your fifth and eighth houses respectively. On paper, this is a confrontation between romance and lusty intimacy, but I'm more than certain you can find a way to soothe this conflict. If you're single, you can still experience a surge of creative expression and a boost to your credit score. So all is not lost. Also, you could masturbate. Pisces. All of the action in your chart this week is about relationships and resources and your relationship with your resources. Venus is in your seventh house and it bodes well for your relationships 
and gives you the willingness to tend to them more. Mars is in your fourth house and will be for months, giving you a desire for comfort at home. Mercury and Jupiter are in your financial houses. Mercury will give you ideas on how to reduce debt and Jupiter offers an expansion of your earned income. You win this week. That's a good one. And that is it for me, bitches, for this week of September 9th, sorry, 12th, September 12th. See how I am? I never know what the fuck's happening. Um, <laughs> if you would like to contact me, you can do that at Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at thebitchwhisperer.me. That's Kelly at thebitchwhisperer.me. Um, there's also a way to contact me on my website. You can find me also at 12listen.com and you can listen to all of the podcasts on Apple and Spotify and Anchor FM as well as some um, other streaming services out there on the great webby pages. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. I think I had a teeny tiny stroke. Um, just kidding. Anyway, um, I hope you have a good week. It could be bajiggity. I feel like I say that a lot lately. This is, um, I'm pretty much over this year. I'm over the last two years. I'm just over it. Over it. So um, eat some crusty bread and drink some good wine. Hang out with good friends and uh, stay out of jail. That's my advice to you for this week. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.